Hello everyone and welcome to the Banner Broadcast, a Banner Pipeline Project initiative where we provide professional development resources for civically engaged leaders in the higher education and nonprofit sectors. In the inside scoop of a civically engaged higher education career series, we will explore what it means to lead a career in this sector and learn from the experiences of six professionals currently working in the field. The first video of the series focuses on understanding civic engagement in higher education, its relevance and myths. Before we begin listening to our interviewees, what do you think is civic engagement within the higher education sector? The civic engagement sector in higher education is a recognizable field offering professional employment and advancement opportunities. In roles such as center and program directors, leaders of engaged scholarship programs, and even deans, professionals manage the work of college and university constituents with nonprofit and government agencies. These professionals also build sustained partnerships and projects in national and international contexts. So, why is civic engagement within higher education important and or interesting as a field to work in? To share her insights with us, we have Gretchen Milkey, Assistant Dean for Civic Engagement at Widener University and Banner alum. I think I do want to stress that this is a field to work in. Mm -hmm. that sometimes I have to fight off some of my colleagues in some ways who think that this is like, just because you've done community service before, you know how to do it. It's a field that is very intentional. There is a lot of harm that can come from this work done poorly. So that's why I think that civic engagement as a field is really important. Because there's a, a really important way to, to figure out how to do it well so that you don't cause harm in communities and that you let communities guide you and let their voices be the, at the center. I think civic engagement within higher education is really important, partly from a historical lens of these like public land grant access to education, the opportunity to train educated citizens, which I I'm feel fearful for. I think that um, higher education has been co-opted by corporatization, really like individualistic, like career-oriented things. And our students need to learn how to protest the status quo. They need to learn about the issues that are affecting, you know, other humans in the country. They need to learn about real life and learn about how to build community and build relationships and communicate with others and um, make the world a better place. And I think higher education is the place to do that. And, and it's really important to kind of fulfill your your education as a citizen and how, why you should participate in our country and how and why you should care about somebody else um, is really, really important to higher education's purpose, and it's important to the health of our democracy. Joining us today is Joshua Rodriguez, the Sweater Center's Student Development Program Manager at Brown University. Civic and community engagement within the higher education sort of network is interesting and important field to work in for me because I think I've been, as a recipient of a lot of sort of community engaged um, programs or service programs, I know the benefits that come from that as someone who's um, had less opportunities. Uh, son of immigrants from a low-income community, uh, visibly and sort of represented to others who see me externally as a cisgender black male, right? 
Um, so all those factors come with oppression. And without the work of a lot of the sort of people I've come into touch with when, in my adolescence who are giving me services that I otherwise wouldn't have access to, I would have felt those oppressions three times fold. I think they've helped me realize that, yes, there's an oppressive society we live in and there are injustices, but it's also helped me realize that there are people who are thinking about them. People who know that it is not just a Band-Aid fix, right? Um, you can't just come in and tutor someone and think that you've solved the world. Or why I think it's important to me to be in this work and why it's interesting to me is because I feel like I'm connected to the individuals who are thinking that way. Um, I think my perspective and my experience is important as being a recipient. So I can say to people, you know, that's great that you're going in and tutoring, but what's next? And create the change that this community needs to see. And is it going to be your responsibility? What happens if you die or get hit by a bus? What's going to happen to your ideas and your, your, your motivations, right? Do they, li- do they live or are they self-sustaining? And I think that's why within the higher education, this work is important because we're not thinking about sort of like those Band-Aid fixes. It may be very easy for us to bring these ideas and changes into the community. Um, but the moment that we leave, graduate, or I get a new job, et cetera, who's continuing that forward? Is it someone in the community? And do they have the resources to continue to connect to the university to move those things forward on their own accord? Not because someone at the university has made this their project, but because there is a mutual exchange, reciprocity, sort of a shared vision to create good. Now, Ariel de Rosario, Program Manager at Project Pericles and Banner alum will share her viewpoint. I think that civic engagement and community engagement in higher education is important because it allows students to see that no matter what their chosen vocation is, Mm -hmm. there's a way to be an engaged citizen and socially responsible. So one of my favorite programs that Project Pericles does is Periclean Faculty Leadership Program, where faculty have get a, a grant and the support to incorporate civic engagement into their course. And we have faculty who are in science, in math, in the arts, in social, in social sciences, all different disciplines who find ways to make sure that they're incorporating a civic engagement component. Because at the end of the day, we're all citizens in this democracy and we have to make sure that we're going about doing our civic duties. Following up, we have Matthew Bryan Cheney, Assistant Professor of English and Director of the Banner Center for Service Learning and Civic Engagement at Carson Newman University, and Banner alum. So I think it's important uh, as a field because a lot of times in higher education, we get put in these little sections. You're in the English department, so you do that. You're in the biology department, so you do that. And what happens is that you lose a sense of community immediately around you because you're just trying to be successful in your field. You're trying to publish. You're trying to get teaching awards. You're trying to do all these different things. What civic and community engagement does is it it forces uh, scholars to think about their work in a way that takes into account the community that they're actually in. I mean, there's a really bad stereotype that is actually true, that many academics and higher ed professionals are not super active in their community. And I just think that if we continue to pass that down to future generations of students, then it's only going to get kind of worse and you're going to have a lack of interaction, not just 
uh, with people who have intellectual expertise, but also class-based, right? You know, people who are involved in a university, but also just what other places in the world do you have people from these different classes, these different socioeconomic statuses, these different levels of privilege, interacting and sharing life with people who have a different background, have a different experience. And for me, you know, growing up in a lower socioeconomic situation, that was a really jarring thing coming into higher ed and just meeting with people who can't like talk to their plumber or whatever. You know, they just like, (laughs) they don't have the skills to kind of interact with someone who doesn't do all the same things that they do. So um, I think it's important for those reasons, that just socially, it's important that universities and colleges are involved in their communities because I think that that can only help us you know, progress as a society of people who actually support one another and know one another better. Coming up, we have Kelly Finn, the Student Development Program Manager of the Sawyer Center at Brown University and Banner alum. It's super interesting because it's always changing. Like I tell everyone my job every day is completely different and that kind of excites me. And I kind of joke around that I like thrive in chaos. Like I love when things are kind of up in the air and like, um, you know, people need to be managed and people need to be inspired and there's challenging situations in front of us. And I think that what I studied in my master's program was higher education in the U.S. I really see civic engagement as the way to push us forward. I think, as you probably know, higher ed is sort of at a crossroads right now, and we have to rethink the way that we think about education, and I think that what we're doing in our community engagement centers, especially in the Bonner Network, is sort of innovative and exciting and helps students grow and learn in a much different way that than they're traditionally learning in a classroom. I don't really see the future of higher ed without community engagement, because I think if we're really preparing people to go out into the world and be active in their communities and understand issues from different perspectives and be collaborators and know how to work through conflict, we have to learn that in a real setting. And through my own Bonner experience, that's what I got. And I hope that I can sort of inspire the Bonners around me to have that type of experience. So I really think it's critical. I don't I just don't see a future without it. So I think that's what also sort of brings me to the work and keeps me in this work is like, I see a future here and I I see our institution sort of shaping the way we think about education around community engagement. Last but not least, we have Dr. Wilbur Whitney, Director of the Banner Office of Community Service at Morehouse College. Well, I think that, you know, higher education often is a time when uh, young adults uh, try to uh, find out what they want to do, where they want to go, what they want to, you know, what the career aspirations are. I think that especially today in our political climate, that that, um, civic engagement has really risen higher in terms of a focus that I think students need to pay attention to. We can go back to the last election uh, and look at um, people being informed about what's going on and also playing a role in civic engagement to understand that college students, especially millennials, really need to uh, get involved in civic engagement uh, and uh, community engagement during your time in higher education. Now that we have learned the relevance of civic engagement within higher education, what are the myths about leading a civically engaged career and working in the higher education sector? To discuss on myths from his experience, we have Matthew Brian Cheney, 
Assistant Professor of English and Director of the Banner Center for Service Learning and Civic Engagement at Carson Newman University, and Banner alum. I mean, I've worked at big universities, um, you know, with really heavy-hitting scholars, people who publish books and very respected in their fields. And, you know, these are good people. You know, they care about their families. You know, they might be involved politically. They might be doing something. But the level that their life interacts with other people is really just rare. There's a lot of times a heart that those, those uh, levels of privilege and class exist and are reinforced by the university in a lot of ways, the way that everything is set up. And so I, I think that there is a stereotype that most university professors, especially faculty and administrators, deans, people like that, um, are not super active in their community. They kind of care about themselves and their careers. And sometimes that's true. I don't know how it is in other fields, but I have worked with a lot of folks trying to get the best publisher they can for their book. They're trying to get into the best panels for the best conferences, and they're trying to move up the ladder a little bit. I think that that's actually a belief that people have, and it's well-founded. I think that people who look at higher education and they say um, that field is not as involved in the local community as it could be, I think they're absolutely right. And that's why college community engagement work is so important and civic engagement is so important. Um, some other assumptions, um, this one comes up a lot from faculty, is that uh, community engagement work is not academically rigorous as, I don't know, studying cancer cells in a lab and trying to figure out how that works. Um, and so it's looked at as something you do on the side, you know, something maybe you do on your own time. It's not looked at something that a, a quote unquote serious scholar does with their work. Um, so that's, that's a kind of myth that I think a lot of people are trying to combat, including people like Dr. Hoy, uh, Dr. Ariane Hoy and Matthew Johnson. And, you know, really a lot, all of us in, in this field in the Bonner Network, you know, we're trying to show, you know, this is actually really interesting and difficult work um, that is worth your time and energy. That's, so, so that's another myth that it's not rigorous. It's not difficult work. I think anybody who does this work will tell you that that's absolutely not true. It is, it is very complex. It takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of knowledge. Um, you have to be willing to learn new things. You have to be willing to try new things. You have to be willing to admit that something that you tried didn't work. Um, in other words, it's just as rigorous as being an academic in a field trying to study something. And I think that uh, there's also a myth, and this is one that uh, is really difficult, especially in our current political climate, I think that there's a belief that everybody who does college and community engagement is either um, like a leftist or a liberal. This is actually one of the most interesting things about the field because many of our community partners are probably people who would describe themselves as politically conservative, you know, local rural folks. Um, and, you know, I think if there's a belief that if you do uh, civic and community engagement work, that you have a certain political point of view. Um, and that's, that's not necessarily the case. That's not the case for me. That's actually true. I'm politically liberal and do a lot of that kind of work. But a lot of the people who I end up trying to make decisions with on a week to week basis, um, you know, they're not, uh, you know, there are a lot of politically conservative people, for example, who work for the United way in our County, um, who do a lot of fundraising for local nonprofits. And so that can be something that's really difficult in academia because, of course, you know, the majority of, you know, academics in this country are, are liberals or, you know, um, left-leaning. So that's, uh, I think that's a myth um, <laughs> that the, all the people who do this work have the same political beliefs, and that's not true. 
Coming up, we have Kelly Finn, the Student Development Program Manager of the Sawyer Center at Brown University, and Banner alum. I don't think people really understand what it is. I think that leads to a lot of myths. I think back to my master's program and um, in my cohort of um, students, which was pretty small, there were about 10 of us, I was really the only one in the community engagement path. And I had to sort of like bring my peers along to help people understand what we're doing and really moving beyond the rhetoric and um, tradition of what service learning was into a deeper understanding of building building trust and relationships with um, our community partners, I think is the way the field has been moving, but we haven't all caught up to that. And so I think there's a lot of myths and misunderstandings about um, how important this work is and sort of the best ways to do it. And um, not just the best ways for the community, which obviously is important, but I also think the best ways in terms of student learning and growth. And I think they kind of go hand in hand. So um, I, I tried to be someone who like inspired my peers to understand what this work is and how exciting it can be. And also that it doesn't just need to live in community engagement centers, but it can be a campus wide movement and people that work in res life and people that work in student affairs can be a part of what community engagement looks like. I hope that's the direction we're moving and I hope that folks will come to understand that this is a really exciting field to be a part of and there's many career opportunities here. Furthermore, we have Dr. Wilbur Whitney, Director of the Banner Office of Community Service at Morehouse College. Dr. Whitney shares another myth regarding the profitability of the field. I think some of the common myths is that it's not profitable. In a sense, you're not going to make a lot of money, uh, you know, compared to other careers. Another myth may be that um, you're not able to really make any sustainable changes in this field. Many people don't understand. Well, actually, actually, I do think now more students are understanding the, the importance of nonprofits and how nonprofits can make, can make a difference. But I think those, those are probably the only two myths I really think that people have in terms of, and, and also that there's not a lot of opportunity uh, in this field. So that would be another myth. And more career opportunities that students can find. Uh, I think that uh, students can combine their interest and their passion with civic opportunities, civic engagement opportunities. Uh, so it's not an either or kind of situation. Um, and I think you can, you can also do well, you know, economically and also make a significant change. To share her insights with us, we have Gretchen Milkey, Assistant Dean for Civic Engagement at Weiner University and Banner alum. I think there's probably some myths around like sometimes they think we're like faculty hours and that we only work in the academic year and that we can kind of come and go as we please. Um, sometimes on breaks my students are like, I have a good break and I'm like, I don't have one. But yes, thank you. I, I hope it's going to be great. So I think that we work really hard in higher education and we are having to be in a lot of places at once and there's a, there's a high demand on us as people. I think that's that's really important to note. And from a civically engaged career side, there's a lot of burnout in this job too. Like from the higher ed, we're so invested in our students. Every time a student comes in and is maybe suicidal or is having concerns going through a divorce, 
I think there's some vicarious trauma as well for administrators and, and staff who are supporting these students that we love because um, we don't want to see them in pain. And unfortunately, there is some of that in the growth of student leaders and also in the growth of, of advocating for these issues. So at SLI, one of our um, former Bonner alums um, who works at the Congressional Hunger Fe like Fellowship was saying how, you know, she's been doing this work for 10 years and they've made basically zero progress on hunger. Hmm. You, why do you keep doing that? You keep doing that so that you can keep making a change and making an impact and that it's worth it to keep trying. But what happens when you keep trying and you failed and you've been trying for 10 years and maybe it's not working. So I think there's this, this thought of, yes, you should be committed to your work, but just like any other job, that you should also take some time to refresh, rejuvenate, and find new ways to be fresh at looking at problems and issues, try to continue to be like solution-oriented, but also asset-based. Because sometimes the problem-based approach can be very deficit-based and not super empowering. And I think to keep community at the center is really important too. Because I think a lot of times in our focus on students and our students' needs, we may not intentionally, but sometimes the community isn't at the center. A student comes in and says, this is what I want to do in the community. And we're like, oh, well, we want, we want to connect you to that. And sometimes the community needs don't match the students' needs. And we need to make sure that the community needs are driving our work, even if then and kind of talking with students as to why this is a good fit, why they should do this, maybe if it isn't in their first place interest. Finally, closing the first episode of the series, we have Joshua Rodriguez, the Sawyer Center's Student Development Program Manager at Brown University. Joshua shares a new perspective, explaining that payment can exist beyond monetary means. Working in, in civic engagement or community engagement, whether in the higher ed sector or even uh, um, in the nonprofit sector, wherever, is that this, this kind of work doesn't pay. And I want to deter people from thinking that that payment only exists in the form that's monetary, that's mm -hmm. money or thing. Um, how is this paying your heart? How is this paying your mind? There is so much knowledge that you gain through this work. You get paid in information. You get paid in, in perspective. You get paid in community-rooted knowledge. You get paid in street comments. You, you get, street, you get street smart when you do this kind of work, right? And then also when you're in the higher ed, you get to benefit and, re and reap the benefits of the higher ed resources, the professor, the scholarly articles, right? That have, you know, scholarly articles, although um, are peer-reviewed and sort of like said, like, you know, get the thumbs up, it's, you know, equal as sort of like experiential learning, right? Um, how am I to say that I'm a better teacher of urban uh, youth when I've only done you know, I'm taking a master's, right? And like, I've never taught in the school before, but then there's a teacher who's taught in urban, in the urban schools for over 15 plus years. Who has more experience? Who has more knowledge? Who has more wealth? I would say that person there, right? Because they have so much more. So yes, it may not pay monetarily well, uh, but it pays in other ways that really sort of, um, when you look at it really, even it out, right? You gotta, um, money is not the root of all happiness, and money does make a lot of this stuff a lot easier. Um, but to be paid in um, perspective, to be paid in knowledge, to be paid in relationships that are long lasting, you know, I would say that that's the common myth that you don't get paid, but you do. And then you can also find ones that pay you well, too. 
Thanks to all our guest speakers for sharing their insights about what motivated them in choosing civically engaged careers in the higher education sector. Now, let's also learn about one of the common myths of working in this sector that we heard today. Myth. Civically engaged higher education careers are not profitable. It may be worthwhile to have a look at some samples of various positions and their respective salaries before forming an opinion. So let's take a look. As you can notice on this table, the salary structures vary based on experience, employer and geographic area. To find more information about salaries in this sector, you can browse idealist.org, glassdoor.com, or indeed.com. To find more information about the field, check out the Banner Wiki at banner.pbworks.com. Scroll down to Student Resources. Click Job Sector Guides. Then select Documents to Download. Here you can find different sector guides, one of them being Civic Engagement in Higher Education. This particular sector guide covers different positions within this sector. Average salaries, preparation required, and alumni recommendations currently working in this field. Thank you so much everyone for learning with us today. This concludes the first episode of the Inside Scoop of a Civically Engaged Higher Education Career. Wondering where to find more videos? Find us on YouTube as Banner Network. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a thumbs up. We're also on the Banner website at www.banner.org. Bye. Bye.